Hello and welcome to Conversations with Kath, the podcast that keeps you up to date with the daily antics of your mother, your Alma, your friend, or whatever Kath Vanderhorst is to you. So grab a glass of Harvey Bristol, put the phone on silent, and let's see what's been keeping our favourite nine-year-old busy this week. And for the last time for 2020, it's a very good evening to Alma Kath. How are you this week, Alma? I'm very well, Matt. And how are you? I'm, I'm very well as well. Thank you. How, how's your week been this week, Alma? What have you been up to? Well, on Monday, I had the two kids for lunch. We have an, uh, a cheese platter for lunch on Monday. On Tuesday, I uh, went to the garden centre and um, we went all the way to Ripplebrook for our um, breakup which was very nice, you know, it was an, uh, a barbecue lunch, it was all provided by the, the staff. And where's Ripplebrook, uh, just for those who are playing at home? Oh, Ripplebrook is uh, here far from Drogen. Oh, oh, oh it's I'm not really sure, at the back of, back the of, back of okay. Drogen there somewhere. Yep, and they, yeah. they picked yeah. you up for that the day and took you yeah. out there? Yeah, they, yes, <laughs> they picked me up and they dropped me off. Excellent. So we, uh, yeah, that was really nice. We got home at about four o'clock, so that was a nice. Uh, we left at ten o'clock in the morning, Jeez, and it was very, uh, very pleasant. And the weather was very nice. So, and it was right in the middle of nowhere, and we looked out at uh, is it the Bobos? You look up or the yeah, Streslaki yeah. Ranges? Streslaki Ranges, yeah. Very nice country. Yeah, very nice country. So, and then the day after, I went to. Um, um, where did I go? I went to um, Smackwa. Oh, I went down to Smackwa. <laughs> Another Christmas party, was it? And they picked me up in a little bus and uh, we went to uh, Macwa House in uh, Pakenham. Oh, and we nice. had Christmas lunch, which was very nice. What yeah. a festive week you've had. Oh, yes. <laughs> very That's busy. Well, speaking of festive weeks, it might be a good idea to bring our special guest in now. That's right, Matt. Tonight's guest has worked in Singapore and The Hague. He loves basketball and improving point-of-sale systems in bakeries. Give a warm welcome to grandson number one, it's David Vanderhorst. How are you tonight, Dave? Um, really well, thanks, Matt. Really well. Delighted to be here. Um, really excited. Uh, yeah, it's a really great idea to do this, and I'm really, really happy to be involved. Thanks very much. No worries. We're super glad to have you on this week. Um, and just following on from what we were talking about, this week's conversation with Kath is going to be about the Christmas parties we used to have at Ulmer and Opus at the Tainong House. And I thought it'd be a great idea to get Dave on because as the oldest grandchild, he's probably got the, the best recollection of, of all those parties as they did kick off in 1988 and went through to 1995. So that's our topic for this week. Now, I thought it'd be a good place to start, Alma, if we um, sort of work out how this all began, um, these kind of Christmas parties. Now, I was speaking to mum when she was up last week um, okay. about this, and she said that um, Getting meeting with everybody and all the relatives, like all the brothers and sisters, on on Christmas Eve, as you guys did, was getting getting a little bit too hard. As as everyone had their own kids, some people wanted to go off to carols by candlelight, um, and other people had other family as well to to think about. So, 
I think the decision was made, and correct me if I'm wrong, but to maybe have the Vanderhorst Christmas party a few weeks before Christmas around St. Nicholas Day. Um, yep. That way it would yep. free everybody up. Is that pretty accurate? That's right, yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's how it started, man. And traditionally that would be generally, we'd have it as close as we could to St. Nicholas Day. And it was always, I think, pretty much a sad day. Saturday afternoon at, at your house. Yeah, in it's been there. It's either the 5th or the 6th of December. Mm. Yeah, around about that time. Yeah. And we were lucky enough each year that your, um, your dad, Dave, Uncle Peter, he, he'd bring a video camera. Now, I'm not too sure if it started before 88, but that's the first um, video um, diary, I guess, was kicking off in 88. Yeah, I remember the video camera. It was... It was definitely 1988 because the video camera was about the size of a, a small car and you had to lug it on your shoulder and it had a battery pack that you had to carry um, on the other shoulder and it probably weighed about 20 kilo. Uh, so that was, that was definitely 1988 uh, technology. But, hey, glad he did it because now we've got a, a great video of it. Yeah. Absolutely. And it was definitely 1988 fashion because I did watch them all last <laughs> night and I made some notes. Um, <laughs> and in 1988, it was a bit of a rainy day, the first one, the first video. Um, but everyone had those, the jeans, with all the shirts tucked into the jeans and the runners as well, the white, white runners. Uh, and a few mullets as well uh, on a few people. So it was definitely the 80s. Yeah. Um, 88... I think Dick Speakman Olmer was the was the Santa for for nineteen eighty eight, and his beard was constantly falling off, and you'd see his black moustache just hovering around. Now, as as kids look, looking back as kids, we probably wouldn't have picked up on that. It's only now as an adult I look back and go, "Oh, how did we not notice that?" Um, <laughs> yeah, I, I remember the best way to tell the Santa man was if you asked him a joke before. So what would happen, of course, he would, he would arrive on a fire truck most years um, and the kids would chase him down the road and that was really amazing. And then um, what you would do is when you sat with Santa, you'd ask him a joke and basically about 20 minutes after Santa had gone, a mysterious guy would rock up for lunch and uh, if you asked him the same joke, he'd, be, he'd know the punchline. So that's how you knew who the Santa was. There is actually um, um, audio, Dave, of you talking to your dad behind the camera in the later years, of course, mentioning him to dad, I've worked it out this year. I've worked it out. <laughs> so I think as time gone by, um, yeah, you and, and, and I as well, I think um, sort of worked out that, yeah, these randoms rocking up after Santa had left. <laughs> <laughs> Must have had something to do with, um, yeah, handing out the presents, I think. Yeah. Yeah, but the, the fashions were, I, I always used to wear these tracksuits made of, like, parachute material, <laughs> which was, yeah, that was what you wore in the late 80s, early 90s. And, yeah, I, I think I probably rocked a few of those in some of the videos, I would say. You certainly did, my friend. Yeah. 89 was a, um, was a hot day, so everyone had those short shorts that you'd probably wear swimming these days, but they were wearing them to the Christmas party with either, with either tank tops or the, um, the polos, the very tight polos. Um, 
and still a few mullets as well, I must admit, in 89. <laughs> We did get Fantastic. to um, we did get to see some cricket being played in '89 on the um, on the video as well. So that was great to see Uncle Johnny at the uh, at the crease with receiving a few spinners and uh, bounces from Frank and Russell. The cricket was amazing. Um, it used to in the early years it used to be in the on the path in the backyard. Um, sometimes with the the uh, the tree as the wickets, but um, as the kids grew up and basically there were more and more of us in the backyard. Um, and the hitting got harder. So every time you'd slog the ball um, right into the window or in, like right at someone who was sitting there having their lunch, um, I think it was decided in the, like, the last couple of years to move the game over to the, in front of the CFA in, in, in the shed there. That's right. And uh, that meant that basically the uncles could bowl as fast as they, <laughs> fast as they could. And I remember Uncle John bowling to me at like a hundred kilometers an hour. And uh, I, I think I survived three or four balls and he's like, ah, oh, oh, we can't have this. So he, um, he basically taped the ball. I think it was a tennis ball, but he put tape, uh, duct tape around the side of it to get it sweet. That's the first time I'd ever seen that. And uh, yeah, sure enough, I think about two balls later, he, he'd either knocked me over or, or bowled me out, I think. But uh that's something I remember as well with the cricket. It certainly was a, um, yeah, a great part of the day, getting all the cricket bats out. Uh, it, was, it was a must-do, like that afternoon after Santa had been and you had lunch, everyone would play cricket. And everyone had fired up. It was cricket season, of course, in, in, in Victoria or in Australia, I should say. So no doubt the uncles yeah. have been watching the test or a few one days and fancying themselves a bit of a Lily or Hughes. Um, for me, Dave, it was always the, you know, the, the, the pillar on the, on the social calendar, I guess, as a, as a five-year-old kicking off in 88. Um, and all the way through, I think, it was just such a, an exciting time of the year. Um, I remember when mum would, would, would tell me the date it was going to be um, X amount of weeks out. You'd, just, you know, you'd mark it in the calendar and just count the days down because it was that one time that I always got to catch up with you, mate, and, um, and also the other cousins and just... Yeah, have a great day. It was it was so exciting. Looking back, I mean, eighty-eight. You mentioned about us us, us growing, like the grandkids. Eighty-eight only had one, two, three. Only had six, six grandkids at that stage, and two of them were babies. So Tanya and Cameron were the babies, and we had David, Matt, Alana, Damien, and Paul. Or seven, I should say. So that's where it pretty much started, and we know what it's grown to now. I think there's sixteen or seventeen grandkids. Is that is that about right, Alma? Yeah, 17, um, 18. 18. Yeah. 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 Well, if we, um, if we tried to do it, it's, yeah, we'd need, um, I don't know, as we probably need the paddock up the back just to, <laughs> to hold everyone. There's, there's so many of us now, grand, grandkids and great grandkids as well. Yeah. 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 Is that yeah. one of the reasons, um, my last few mum that it sort of it moved off site now i don't know if the last one was 95 that's the last year we have on videotape but that last one of 95 was actually in the tainong hall and it was a bit of a miserable yeah. day but i'm assuming that we had to move to there just because of the amount of people we had would that be right um yeah i think so and yeah i think because it was like only small here and um 
also too a few would go and you know watch the tv like um, other sports on tv and uh, not sort of you know be sociable outside but i think also too them i think there was a bit of a problem with the septic here couldn't handle the volume of people that were that were here oh, yeah. at the time oh, okay. um, and i i think that had something to do with it yeah the, and i think that was the last time we had it mud because the kids didn't believe in santa anymore and it was different then. Yeah, yeah. once it went outside. Yeah, once it went outside, that was it. You know, when they were little, they all believed and they all, you know, were really excited. But yeah. um, when we went to the hall, it was just another, yeah, another gathering. Another gathering, yeah. Sort of, it, it did lose yeah. a bit of magic and you can see that in the, in the video did. as well. It did, yeah. Yeah. It yeah. But the early days, one of the things I take away from the early days watching it last night was... Once Stan had given out the presents, there was a real sense of sort of um, oh, just family closeness, I guess, because every every parent would sort of jump around their kids on the grass, open up the presents, have a little play, and yeah. Uncle Pete would sort of be videotaping each family. Even Stan or Dick Speakman in that sort of episode, it was really good. He stuck around and he went around to each child as well to see what they got too. So it was it was really good to see the parents sort of get involved as well, not just sit back and let the kids have their own time, but sort of get involved and immerse themselves with their children. Too. Yeah, yeah and oh. lots of different centres. We had at one stage, it was um, Dawn's, uh, Dawn's dad. He was a centre. Yeah, he was out in, he was in 91, Alma, and I remember uh, he, oh. he must have been here because Steph had just been born, I think, or, or that year. Um, yeah. And he had a, he had a pillow when he's under, <laughs> under his shirt. He wasn't quite rotund enough so he must <laughs> whereas a few of the other guys just sort of pulled it off but um i think norm yeah uh, i remember before we handed out the presents we all had to sing santa a song that was part of the arrangement so we'd sing him yeah rudolph the red-nosed reindeer or jingle bells or sometimes both but um yeah i remember the younger cousins getting right into it and singing him the song <laughs> that was always a highlight for me yeah yeah. Each year, Alma would be it's saying, yeah. "Come on, boys, boys, Matthew, David, Paul, sing a center a song." We're like, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. That's probably probably why we stopped because we uh, refused to sing after about ninety nine <laughs> something. Where our voices just didn't sound as sweet as they did in eighty eight. Great. Yeah. It was the best time was when, when like, all the kids believed in Santa, you know, they thought he was just it. Once they sort of were growing up, you know, they didn't believe in Santa anymore and it wasn't as nice then. And I guess you can only have a, a limited run on that as well. So perhaps that's yeah, why, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. you know, the fact that we got a good seven or eight years out of it was, was, was pretty good. Yeah. Um, those hedges, Alma, as you step out of your backyard, if you're looking towards the shed, you had some hedges on the left. I don't know if they're there, there anymore. Oh. You might have taken them out. Um, no, 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 they're still, oh, they're still there. Yeah, here. They, yeah, they must have just been planted in 88 because they're so small. Um, and I remember they grew huge. Yeah, no, they're gone. They're gone, Matt, because... Um, when Uncle Bob put a tank in the back, under the sheds, you know, all these hedges had to go because the pipes had to go from the tank to the, to the, to the taps. 
I remember trying yeah. to reach in and get cricket balls out of there. It was quite spiky, so it would have been handy if they... <laughs> yeah. One of my favourite years, Dave, was when we, we had a sleepover for whatever reason at Olmers. I don't know if you remember this, but I think there was a few of us. There was you and I, and I think there was maybe Paul and Alana. And, because when you look at the sort of the, the groupings of the cousins, um, it was sort of you and I, it was sort of Paul, Damien, Alana. Um, I guess around the years they were born was who they were playing with, Stephanie and Becky, um, that kind of thing. And there was one year where we, we must have conned our parents in or something to have a sleepover at, at, at Dormer's. Um, I think there was maybe five or six of us there. Um, yeah, I think I remember it. Um, it might have been 93 or 94 because um, the day before the sleepover, I'd been at a like end of end of school year graduation, um, uh, like a, a party at someone's house. And I got so badly sunburnt. I was, um, I had to lie on my tummy. I remember, I still remember it. And all, the, all of my neck and my back was just red with sunburn. So it stuck in my mind, <laughs> that one. Uh, yeah, I remember that year. But um, yeah, it was, that was good fun. Slip stop yeah, stuff, David. It was really cool. And 1990, I mentioned, um, I don't know if I mentioned this before, but 1990 was when we had Christmas indoors in the lounge room all way. It must have been. Oh, that's right. Weather we must have been a, awful. We had a, a girl. Um, and, um, yeah, it must have been some, I don't know, an outsourced centre or something. He was pretty. Yeah, um, because we didn't have, we, we were looking, rubbish. always looking for a centre, but this time we couldn't find anybody and it was too wet and cold and horrible. And yeah. so we got to girl and then she did she sort of she was a young girl she did a reasonably good job but it was not the same no no not. i mean even with everybody there crammed in that lounge room it's, it's still it's yes. always better to be outside i guess i'm gonna say we're training a new generation of santas my my dad peter um i think you know already but last weekend he dropped up a santa and he came to our house um we're renting a house in ringwood east at the moment while while our house is getting finished and yeah, he was. He arrived, and um, Pippa came out, and yeah, she's she's three in February, and she played played along really well. She told Santa what she wanted. She sat on his knee, and uh, posed for a few photos. gave him gave him a list, and uh, yeah, it was only later that we realised my dad had put his jacket on backwards. I think, um, so, yeah. Looks a bit silly in hindsight, but um, about yeah, as is tradition, about five minutes after he'd finished and successfully been Santa, he came back inside ready for lunch, and Pippa Pippa didn't even realise. She's like, "Oh, Pepita's here! Oh, wow! You know, hello, how are you?" And oh, I just met Santa, and yeah, she was she was none the wiser. It was fantastic. Yeah. So, um, that's awesome. Yeah, I think uh, I think you did a great job. And that's the best when they're small. You know. Yeah, yeah. So I think he's got a he's got a couple of years of santering ahead of him. I think. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, that's a lovely tradition to start, mate. Yeah. Yeah. I was just been saying to Dave off air, Alma. Um, looking back, how lucky we were to be a part of such a large family that did something like this. Um, I know on the other side of my family, it was, it was quite small um, and it was 
nothing compared to what we did with the Vanderhorst. And even, um, you know, I mean, Dave, did you, on your other side of the family, did you have like Arnie Lynn's side? Was, was that a large family as well? Or was that, did you guys do well, something? I look, she, she was one of four. Um, and it, each of those siblings had two or three children each. But no, we, we really didn't do anything like that um, on the other side of the family. Um, yeah, it was, it was always a highlight to go to Tainong around the 5th or 6th of December every year. And, um, yeah, Santa would arrive on his fire truck and you'd see all the cousins and uncles and aunts and, yeah, and, and Alma, of course, and Alpa. And, uh, yeah, it was, it was fantastic. It was great, great memory of childhood yeah. growing up. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, I hope you get to it as, you, as your children are growing up. Yeah, well, we, um, obviously, yeah, there's two children here and we're able to, um, to have my dad around to, to be Santa. But, yeah, it would have been nice if, if there were more people able to be there. And, um, yeah. But maybe next year we'll be able to do something a bit bigger. Mm. Hopefully. Mm. All, <laughs> we're hoping. 2021, <laughs> come on. <laughs> Yeah, and it must have given you a lot of joy, Alma, too, watching this, watching your all your whole family come together with all the grandkids. Because every year you'd sit down with Santa and hand out the presents, and you really just couldn't wipe the smile off your face, to be honest. What seeing the um, the grandkids receive their presents and just seeing them happy obviously made you happy, which was um, which is really beautiful to watch. Yes, yes, we enjoyed it. We did it for as long as you know it was. They enjoyed it. Once they didn't believe in Santa anymore, it was it was different then. Yeah. 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 And right. the thing is, as they all got older, you know, then they were going off to you know different venues yeah. and and stuff like that. And um, so you sort of you know couldn't really keep it going. No. And even now, you know, it'd be great to have have one at some stage in in early December, but. You know, like you're interstate, so is Paul. Um, some of Bob's kids are interstate mm. and that. And, every, you know, everybody's sort of too far away from each other. Like, yeah. yeah, it just wouldn't sort of really work. And plus, you'd have to have it at a hall or somewhere um, because you couldn't have it here. It's, you know, not big enough. So, yeah. Well, look, I think we could probably all fit in the backyard. It just depends on that septic if that's been fixed. Almost. <laughs> 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 oh, we've got, we haven't got a septic anymore. We've got, uh, yes, what's oh, that mains. called? Townwater. Yeah, mains. mains. Yeah. We're on yeah. mains. Oh, there you go. All yeah, right, well, perhaps we go. can use this platform to campaign for a future <laughs> yeah. Christmas party. Oh. Yeah. Maybe for oh. our 91st birthday, we can have it here. Yeah. So, um, yeah. yeah. The weather's lovely yeah. down there in August. Why not? Yes. I know. <laughs> I've got a little rabbit living in my yard now. You've got a he rabbit? Comes every He's sitting under the hedge and every now and again I'll, I'll leave him a few bits of carrots. He's only a tiny little one. I tried to take a, take a picture of him, but I'm not is very he, good. And is he someone's pet rabbit, or a, a pet rabbit or a, a wild rabbit? No, it's just a wild rabbit. Yeah, it's right. a wild rabbit because I haven't got a dog or a cat. Okay. 
Yeah. Yeah. So between the rabbit and the king parrot, I've got quite a farm here. Yeah, you will have because the little rabbit will turn into a, uh, yeah, ten rabbits. Yeah, hope not. That's all right. You can use the company, Oma. We might jump into the mailbag now. And we've got two questions this week, Alma, seeing as it's our last one for the year. And our first question comes from Uncle Bob. And he said, where did Alma get the cowbell from? Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. No comment, she says. <laughs> My brother and I, we were, up near, we were on a holiday in Germany in Altena. And that's right in the mountains. And there was a really nice cafe that we used to go in, or a beer garden. And we used to go there <laughs> with uh, Tante Connie and um, Tante Dini and Cor, all them. And, um, you know, we, we, we were there in the, in the um, we had lunch there and then we stayed there in the, for the afternoon. And, and by the time we were ready to go home, the fella said, nicht zum Hause fahren. Which means? Which means, don't go home by car. <laughs> Because we had a little bit too much to drink. So my brother and I, we almost rolled down the mountain. <laughs> I don't know if I rolled down, but I remember my brother rolling down. And we ended up with two cow cowbells. People gave them to us, one each. They probably thought, just in case we get lost, we can ring the bell. That's amazing. Wow. All, the animals, all the animals on the, on the mountains, they all have bells on. Did oh. you know that? No. So they can yeah. hear them. Where, where yeah, so, the, so yeah. the farmers can find where their animals are because they're all <laughs> roaming around. <laughs> so like that's where the <laughs> That's a great story. <laughs> and yeah. where, you've still got it in the house? I don't remember seeing the cowbell in the house, is it? Pardon? Is the cowbell still in the house? It's hanging on the shed. <laughs> oh, right, okay. All right, I'll have to look at that next time I yeah. come down. Being on the ship. Drunken escapades okay. with Pete. And the second question, Alma, comes from Fav, Frank the Mule. Um, what was the address that Alma grew up on before you moved away? So I'm, I'm assuming you means your address in Boxmere before you moved away. Do you remember that? Oh, well, um, yeah, well, I was born in that house that uh, in... Uh, uh, but um, once I grew up after the war, I moved away from there and I had, I used to live in Warremont, I used to live in The Hague. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. And what, what number, uh, Strass, did you live on? Oh. Do you remember that? It was Burgemeester for Karlstraat, number 29. 29. 29. I thought it was 39. Okay, yeah. excellent. I'm assuming yeah. Frank might want to do some Google mapping perhaps to... Um, but well, the house is still there, you know. Yeah. That house is still there. It was a double house. Yeah. And the I think you even remember the the bedroom you lived in, didn't you? Because it was windows downstairs, windows upstairs, and I think there was four across the top, maybe or five. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's where all the bedrooms were. Yeah, I think on the the conversation with Kath group photo on the on the Facebook, there's a picture of your house. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. you can probably pinpoint exactly where you grew up. 
Yeah, we used to live, we all slept there upstairs, upstairs and upstairs, the yeah. living quarters were downstairs. Mm. Yeah. 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 Well, Bob and Fav, I hope that answers your questions for this week. Mm. All right. Is um, there any, any, anything else to add, guys, on the Christmas party front? Um, no, it's such an exciting time of year and um, it was wonderful to relive all those memories of our, of our Christmas parties in the late 80s and early 90s. It was, yeah, it was wonderful. A wonderful highlight of the year and it was wonderful oh, to yeah. see family together. Played the tape today. I even played that today, Matt. You watched it as well, did you? Yeah, good. Yeah, I played yeah. it today. Have yeah. you got one, David? No, I'd love, I'd love to get a copy. Oh, we can organise that. We'll, um... You can copy this one. You can have this one. Okay, wonderful. I think yeah, I might be a little. I'll bring, bit it. I'll bring it with me to Okay. Yeah. Excellent. Yeah. I'd, love, I'd yeah. love that. That'd be great. Yeah. Yeah. It was. So, uh, uh, oh, I don't know how you copy DVDs these days? I wouldn't even know how to how you copy yeah. DVDs these days. We used to have quite a few DVDs, Matt, from the Christmas parties, or, or a video. Um, yeah, the but then I went, yeah, and then I converted them to one DVD, so we didn't have to... Oh, okay. Oh, all right. Yeah. I was going to say, because I think they would have ended up in the container, they got burnt, so... No, I've got them, I've got have them, them anymore. Yeah, I've got all the VHS yeah. tapes. Yeah, okay. I'm a lot younger there. You did, yeah, you and it was did, also huh? also good to see uh, see Oprah in there as well. Um, yeah, yeah. You know, mem memories of Oprah too. Yeah. So, which which is nice. Yeah, yeah. Mm. All right, Dave. What are you doing for Christmas Day? Um, well, well, as I mentioned a bit earlier, we, we've just moved to Ringwood East because we're building a new house, which will be ready around April or May. But um, we're living in a, a rental nearby. And at um, oh, for lunch, we're going to Lucy, which is my sister-in-law, Bonnie's sister. Um, so that she's hosting lunch. And, um, yeah, all of, all of Bonnie's family will be there. Um, one one of her brothers lives in Coffs Harbour, so we're just waiting to see whether he'll still be able to make it down on on Wednesday. But um, so lunch is at my sister-in-law Lucy's house, um, and they of course have a young daughter who's the same age as Pippa, like they're two weeks apart, and um, a, a son George who's two weeks apart from my son Freddie. So um, so the, the the little kids can all play together. They'll be wonderful. Right. Um, and then Christmas night will be at my mum Lynn's house, um, and uh, I'll see Peter on Christmas Eve um, at Lewis and Stephanie's new house in Druin. So that'll be that'll be really nice. Wow, yeah. you are doing some yeah. doing some driving, Dave. <laughs> yeah, we're <laughs> Druin. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's going to be great. Um, yeah. And then uh, on Boxing Day, a friend of mine's getting married in early January, so I've, I have to go to a box day. Oh, wow. Um, so it's going to be a pretty hectic couple of days, actually. You are going to be a very busy man. Yeah. 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 And how's the... So um... with, uh, uh, David? Sorry, Omar? Where exactly are you in Ringwood, in Ringwood East? Yeah, so the new house is on Nath Road, um, about a block from the train station. 
Oh. Um, so, but where where we are at the moment, we're about a kilometre away. So, um, I understand that the first street you lived on in Australia was actually in Ringwood East, which was was it Herbert or was it? Um, just um, give me a bite. It was Leonard Street. Leonard, Leonard, yeah, Leonard that's the next Street, one. It was opposite the Croydon Junction. Okay, okay, yes. so yeah. And there was a creek at the back of us. The creek at the back, yeah. 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 <laughs> I, I think I'm about 500 metres away from there at the moment. Oh, really? Yeah. 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 And yes, so, when Opa lost his job, um, he um, he um, he went and worked for the railways, and his first job was in Ringwood East. Yeah, that's that's incredible. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll walk past that train station every day now. Um, yeah, and that's where he started. Yeah, yeah, so, that's amazing. Yeah, yeah. Geez, isn't it funny how life does this? Does these yeah. little things? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And you enjoying the uh, building experience, Dave? Yeah, yeah, it hasn't been too bad. Um, a friend of mine, his name's Jan, he's, um, he's building the house. So uh, we took a fair bit of time to get the house designed and engineered, and that was mainly because of COVID. There was a lot of disruption, um, and the, the draftsman and the engineer, they weren't talking to each other a lot. But then once my, my friend took over in September, um, he's been... He's been wonderful. It's been going really quick. In fact, um, this week we should have a roof on. So, um, yeah. So if we finish in March, April, it'll be about six months, six or seven months of wow. construction. So, so I think yeah. that's pretty good. There's a lot of horror stories around, but touch wood, we've been pretty lucky so far. Yeah, you sound like you've got a, a you know, you've got a good story there, not a horror story. Yeah. Oh, it's excellent. Have you got a big, reasonably big block, David? Yeah, it's it's about 800 square metres. Um, so it's sort of 40 by 20. Um, and the house is a, a single story. Um, and Bonnie's mum, uh, Meg, is coming to, or well, lives with us already, but she's going to come and live with us there too. So well, um, that's not... yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd describe it as a, a pretty normal single-story house but towards the back of the house yeah. there's um extra master bedroom with walk-in robe um oh, and bathroom yeah. for meg so that's that's the main difference about us yeah. it's, it's yeah. gonna be really yeah. yeah okay oh that'll be good yeah, so, that'd be lovely so she'll just sell where she is sorry wilma i missed the last bit uh, she'll just sell sell where she is then yeah, yeah, in Armadale, and then um, yeah, move move with us. Um, yeah, but she's had a pretty torrid year because she had um, ovarian cancer that was diagnosed a couple of weeks after Freddie was born in at the end of yeah. May. Oh, yeah, your mum actually told me, and I was wondering how. I was going to ask you how how is she going? Yeah, well, the good news is she's actually in remission now. Um, oh, good. Right. Yeah, so she's done all the chemo and. Uh, and it all it's all gone really well, touch wood again. And um, as of now, she's in remission and, yeah, she's on, on her way back to feeling really good, which is great. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. excellent. Oh, that's lovely. Yeah. That's good to hear. Yeah. 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 Great. 
present, actually. Yeah, I was going to say, it's a wonderful present. Yeah. Well, well, what about you on Christmas Day? What are you getting up to? Oh, my Christmas Day. Well, um, uh, in the morning, they told me at 8.30, Mick will come pick me up <laughs> for opening the presents. All right. <laughs> so I get up early. Nice and then, Yeah. So, and then I'll probably have a bit of lunch with them. And then I think Christmas Day, am I going to you or Becky? You'll have breakfast at Mick's and then you'll be at lunch at Beck's. Oh, I'll be at, for, for lunch at Becky. Yeah. So. Very good. And Wilma, yeah. you'll be at lunch at Becky's too, I'm guessing? Yep. Yes. Yep, and your father. And um, so it'll just be Jason back, Alma, Alan and I. Uh, Jason's parents are hosting Christmas tea um, at their place, so they have to organise so they won't be coming for lunch. It's quietish. Yeah. Very good. But, um, hmm. All right. Be. What about you, Mac? Your, your Christmas um, celebrations? Yeah, so I'll be Christmas breakfast here with, with Kim and the kids and we'll go out to Paul's for lunch with Christine oh, and nice. Stella. Yeah. Yeah. Um, oh, and then we'll be, be back here for Kim's side of the family. We've got 37 or something coming um, <laughs> for dinner. So <laughs> yeah. uh, look, we'll, we'll fit them in. We, we did it last year and it worked out fine. So this year we'll just, hopefully the weather's all right. We'll just all sit in the backyard, just throw some fairy lights yeah. up or something. So, um, yeah. It's not too bad. Everyone brings something, so it's not as much work as it sounds, which is which is good. Yes. Oh, that's good. Yeah. 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 Oh, hopefully the weather will be good because uh, this last week hasn't been too good in Brisbane. No. Not no. Well, yeah. It's um, you know, it'll say thunderstorming on the on the on the bomb or the weather, and yet, you know the next day it'll be thirty five and sunny. So it's it's really um, unpredictable. Yeah. So yeah. see how we go. Yeah. But Dave, thank you very much for coming on, mate. Appreciate that. It was it was great to see you, and um, yeah, to get your take on on your thoughts on the Christmas period as well on the on the videos. David, David, yeah. if, um, if, when you when you go to Druin, is are the kids coming as well? Because I haven't seen them yet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I'll talk to Bonnie Ulmer, and we'll make sure that um, we pop by and say hello. Okay. Yeah, because um, I haven't seen Freddie. <laughs> yeah, well, that that's mainly mainly because of the COVID. Oh, yeah, I know, I realised that, but I thought, yeah. yeah. But, How um, old now? Oh, he's just over six months, so yeah. Oh, so he's calling around. No, not sure. Uh, yeah, he he's just he rolls a little bit, and um, he can sort of push himself along the floor and grab things. Oh, um, yeah, he's really at a, a really good age, really perfect. Yeah, so I'm going to be pleased to meet you on Thursday. Oh, yeah, that'd be nice. I'm really looking forward to seeing them all. Even Pippa, you know. Yeah, <laughs> she's. Yeah, we we visited in uh, in February. It seems like such a long time ago now, but um, yeah, 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 yeah. she's she's growing up too as well. So, yeah, yeah, we'll come and say hello. Okay. Omar, yeah. nice thanks for. Thanks for jumping on again. And thanks for doing this for the last 11, 12 weeks, however long it's been. It's been, um, Thank you. It's been great. And it's worked, it's worked better than yeah. I hoped it would have worked. So yeah. everyone seems to be enjoying it, which is great. 
yeah. very interesting. Yeah. Very interesting. Yeah. So we'll, yeah. Um, we'll, we'll pick up again um, in the new year. And it'd be great to hear your New Year's resolutions and what you, <laughs> what you hope to achieve in 2021, Orma. We'll, uh, we'll talk about that in New Year. Wilma, yeah, thanks for talk- jumping on again. No worries, Matt. Right. Okay. And everybody out there listening, thanks very much for anybody who's helped Orma get onto this podcast. It's, um, I know it can be a bit tricky. Um, yeah, I think they all, uh, they, they're all talking about them. They're all, even the grandkids. Because Good. I was talking to one of Robert's, um, what's his name? Um, uh, Daniel, Andrew. Daniel, Daniel. He's coming to see me and he was talking about the bot- podcast and he said how much they enjoy it. Yeah. Excellent. That's good. So, yeah, which is good. Yeah. 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 Nice right. to see you, Doug. Nice to see yeah. you, Doug. Hello to you Bonnie. Do. I will do. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Thanks again for inviting me on the, the show today. It was really uh, lovely to see you all and I really enjoyed talking to you. Okay. No worries, Dave. Okay. Thanks, mate. And thanks for listening to Conversations for Kath this week. Have a great week and a great Christmas, and we'll see you in 2021.